Hello and welcome to the Live Life Naked podcast. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that might seem controversial, but it is my naked opinion that we really cannot have it all. So hear me out. (laughs) So my girlfriend and I were discussing this recently and it got brought up because she just started talking about my life and she's like, oh, Melissa, like your life is so glamorous and you get to do all these things and travel and you're a model and you've created a career out of your hobbies. And she's just going on and on about how great she thinks my life is. And first of all, I have to, I have to just preface by saying I've had to do a lot of work around accepting that and owning that, owning that, yes, my life is great. However, I had to remind her that her life is also great, that we might have completely separate and different experiences. I mean, she's a mom. She has a beautiful son and a husband and this pristine house in, you know, suburbia. And she's just really living this mom life to the fullest. And so I said to her, you know, yes, I appreciate you saying all these things about my life because it is really great, but so is yours. And they're not better or worse, they're just different. And so we got on this whole topic of really not being able to have everything, at least not at the same time. So maybe that's the caveat. You can't have it all at the same time. And I don't know, I've really been pondering this for the last week or so since this conversation, and I'm just not seeing a lot of this narrative in the self-help space. I think for so many of us, especially women, but you know, millennials, I mean, I'm almost 40 at time of this recording, and I just know that growing up, that was the message, is you can be everything you want to be, you can do everything you want, you can have it all, you can be a mom, you can have a career, you can look perfect, you can travel, you know, you can do it all. And if we look on Instagram or social media, we're seeing so many people seemingly live that life where it seems like they have it all. And after working now as a coach for many years, working with a lot of people, I'm realizing that this just isn't the case. Um, So in one of my jobs, I am a a coach for an educational organization in California, and I work with the executive team and staff um, essentially on on their well-being. So I take them through this survey where they have to essentially rate all the different areas of their life. There are eight different life zones that they have to rate. You know, so there's relationships, there's physical health, uh, mental health, there's career, there's hobbies and play, um, you know, so all these different areas, finances. And what I have found when I'm going through this quarterly with each staff member is that nobody rates themselves a 10 out of 10 in all eight areas at a given time that there is an ebb and a flow. So some people might rate themselves high in career and finances, but then maybe not so much in their relationships or vice versa, or maybe 
you know, they're feeling really fulfilled in their external relationships and their physical health, but they don't have time for fun or for hobbies. So again, I think it goes back to this idea that we really do have a finite amount of time. And what do we want to spend that time on? What's important to each person? Um, The other thing I, I was telling my friend and reminding her of is that, yes, I do have this life that I am very proud of and I'm very happy with, but it was so difficult to get here. And that's another thing where I don't think people in the online space or the self-help space are truly honest about that. Like there's maybe a little level of authenticity and honesty about it, but to really hear about what people went through to create these lives, like I'm just not really hearing it. So I reminded her that I had to go through a divorce. You know, at 31 years old, I separated from my husband. I lost my house. I lost my dog. I quit my full-time government job. I could have had benefits for life, a pension, steady income, all of those things. You know, I gave that up. Um, I gave up any stability that I had. You know, I moved around what seemed like every year for a while. I was broke beyond belief. I was living off protein shakes for a while. I mean, all of the sacrifices that I had to make to get to where I am are, I mean, honestly, looking back, it was kind of crazy. And this brings me to a question my dad asked me a while back. If you knew how hard it was, would you have done it? Would you have gone down this path? And if I'm being honest, like I don't think I would. If I if I would have known eight years ago, 10 years ago, how difficult this would be and how much I would have had to sacrifice at that point, I don't think I would have. And so I'm not saying this to discourage anybody. Um, I encourage everybody to get clear on what you want, make your dreams a reality, but it can also be really, really difficult. So yeah, you know, on the outside, you know, it looks like we might have these certain things or being able to travel or having the freedom or, you know, me not having children, which is a whole other episode, being childless by choice. You know, I can work 70 hours a week. I can work late into the night. I can take a nap during the day if I need to. So I have this level of flexibility, but there's always a trade-off to that. You know, there's a price to pay for everything. And again, I think it just goes back to this notion that we really can't have it all at the same time. So yeah, like I said, I had to make a lot of sacrifices. And I know that for the people or the women on the other side, maybe the ones that have this stable family and home life and they're maybe they're a stay-at-home mom or maybe they are working, but Maybe they don't have the flexibility. Maybe they feel like they have to stay in a certain job because of the kids or because it's good hours or whatever it is, right? Um, We all have a choice. And I think for all of us, we have to really get clear and decide on what's really important. So for some people, it's really important to have flexibility. It's really important to be able to create your own schedule to be able to travel on a whim. You know, last summer I was able to take off to Europe for three weeks on very short notice. And that's because I've set my life up this way, where all of my jobs are remote, that I can 
you know, I can do that. For some people, they crave the stability. They crave the routine. You know, maybe they have to be in a certain place during the school year because, you know, their kids are in school. So again, getting clear as to what's important for yourself. If you have a family, what's a necessity, what's important for your family. Um, I don't believe that we're all meant to want the same things, right? What a boring world that would be if we all wanted the same things all the time. So I think the fact that we are all different and we do all want different things is beautiful. And I do believe that we can use each other as inspiration and that we can go on Instagram and we can see, yes, what's possible. But I think we have to remember You know, just because we see something that looks really cool or someone else is succeeding in a way that we're not, we have to take a good hard look at that situation and we have to ask ourselves, do I really want that? You know, is that really a priority for me? Is it something that I'm willing to sacrifice something else in order to get? So as an example, you know, someone, I you know, I I look at these, crazy, beautiful, you know, luxury homes. And, you know, sometimes I get a little, like I do get jealous. I do compare at times. I mean, we're all human, but I've learned to reel it in very quickly. And I ask myself, do I really want that? Do I really want to take care of a 10,000 square foot home or whatever it is? Do I really want to do that? You know, being on my own, do I even need that much space? You know, and the answer, if I really get honest, is no. I don't really want the 10,000 square foot house in the suburban neighborhood. Um, you know, I asked someone like my mom, for instance, she thinks I'm crazy for traveling all the time. She has no desire to travel, like really ever. They go to Florida and that's where they love to go, but she has no desire to leave the country. She has no desire to travel to Europe or any of these places, and that's okay. We're not supposed to all want the same things. So I think just getting clear on what it is that you want, what's important to you, what are your values right now, and how do these wants and desires fit into those values, I think is so important. And then recognizing, too, that they can change, right? Just because you wanted something a year ago or five years ago and that has shifted and now you want something different, that doesn't make you inauthentic, And I think that's another story around authenticity that maybe maybe we have wrong or maybe we've been taught that in a way that just doesn't doesn't really land anymore. You know, being authentic is being honest with the fact that we've changed and evolved and maybe our wants and needs and desires change. So again, it's just, it's getting honest with yourself. It's getting quiet. It's taking some time for stillness. This is why I love meditation practices for just getting clear and getting quiet and getting honest with yourself about what it is that you really do want. Um, so what else? Let me look at my notes here to make sure I haven't missed anything. Um, yeah, I guess going back to this idea of just choosing to love your life. So I touched on this briefly, but I've had to learn to love my experiences, to love this path that I have. I recognize that my path is very, very different from most of my friends, you know, people in my hometown. I'm from the Midwest. 
So people often look at me like I have two heads. I'm almost 40. I don't have children. I'm divorced. I'm, you know, kind of a nomad in a way. I'm literally traveling all the time. It seems like I have about 50 different jobs or projects that I'm working on. And most people don't understand my life. And that is okay. We don't have to understand, but we should be respectful. And, um, you know, just recognizing that, again, it's not a better or worse path. It's just a different path. And so it took me a while as I was even creating this life and making all the sacrifices. I had many moments where I was like, what am I doing? Why did I just throw away all of these things? You know, what am I doing? And I I did. I had moments of like, what in the world What is my life? I I was just so lost for so long. But now, you know, recognizing and, and sort of really being in this life and recognizing just all that I do have and the experiences that I'm able to have and the freedom and the flexibility and being an artist and just all of these things that are, honestly, they're just so cool. Like for myself, I just... Every day I wake up and I'm like, wow, I get to do these things. Like, this is my life. I can't even believe that this is my life most days. But it's taken me a while to really own that. And I would often in the past, like if someone made a comment like, oh, wow, you get to do all these fun things or, oh my goodness, you just traveled or whatever, I would really just sort of brush it off. And I'd say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, your life's really great too. Or I would say, yeah, but it was really hard to get here. And yes, all those things are true, as I said before, but I wasn't really, I wasn't, how do I even say it? I wasn't living in appreciation for my life. I wasn't like, yeah, like I know it is. Like I'm so grateful that I get to do these things, but your life is so great too. And where we can come together and appreciate each other and each other's lives, no matter how different they may be. So I don't know. Hopefully that made sense. I feel like I was maybe rambling a little bit, but I mean, that's the gist of it, right? Is just choosing to be grateful, choosing to, you know, no matter what your life is, being grateful and having appreciation for wherever you're at on your journey right now. And I know that is very cliche and that's everywhere right now, but it's true. You know, taking the time and just realizing that you can be content with your life right now, even if you have different goals, even if you want something different for yourself, you can choose to be happy and joyous right now. Um, So I'll leave you with a quote, and this is from Shonda Rhimes, who is someone maybe most of us would would deem as very successful. Um, you know, this huge career woman. And she says, um, when people ask her, Shonda, how do you do it all? She replies, the answer is this, I don't. Whenever you see me somewhere succeeding in one area of my life, that almost certainly means that I am failing in another area of my life. That is the trade-off. So even someone like Shonda Rhimes you know, she feels this too, that there is a trade-off, that if she's successful in one area, that she's failing in another. So 
I guess don't be so hard on yourself, right? Um, notice the areas where you're thriving. Notice where you are really happy and joyful and content. And if there are areas where maybe you feel like you're missing the mark or maybe you're not quite as content as you would like to be, just realize that's the trade-off right now. And that can shift and change. And if you want those areas to become your priority, they can, absolutely. But just recognize that energy and that time and that space has to come from somewhere. So what are you willing to trade for that, right? So as you ponder this over the week, I just invite you to really ask yourself, you know, doing this inventory check on your own life, where are you really happy? Where are you really content? What are you not willing to trade, right? And ask yourself truly, do you believe you can have it all and have it all at the same time? And I would love to hear your comments on this. Um, I would love to know your thoughts. So head on over to uh, the Instagram, the Live Life Naked Pod, and write some comments if you feel so inclined. I would love to hear your own thoughts and opinions. Because of course, as I will say this many times on this show, you know, I create these episodes to get you thinking. If you agree with what I say, great. If you think I'm crazy and don't agree whatsoever, great, right? It's really challenging you to question, question the the narrative, question the mainstream, question maybe what you've been taught and really, really decide for yourself if it resonates and if it resonates for you right now. So I'll leave you with that, my friends. As always, I encourage you to live life naked and I look forward to catching you in the next episode.